values and by the development of compatible facilities for public enjoyment. One of the board's uh, functions as an advisory body is to hold public meetings and make recommendations to the city council. Uh, for each item uh, that the board will receive, uh, the board does receive reports prepared by city staff, um, provide the opportunity for public response, and conduct board discussions and as well as make uh, recommendations. Um, at the end though, the city council, however, makes all final decisions um, on these matters. With that, I'll look to Jerome to call roll. Commissioner Ford. Here. Commissioner Lizakowski. Commissioner Caraca. Commissioner Paul Seth. Commissioner Newbert. Here. Chairman Lester. Here. With that, our first item up for business here is actually a proclamation, so go ahead. Thank you, Chairman Lester, members of the board. Uh, tonight we have the honor of uh, recognizing one of our Eagle Scouts, Nicholas Mulder, uh, and uh, having a proclamation for Nicholas. Nicholas approached our staff, uh, Nate, uh, asking to see if he could do an Eagle Scout pro, uh, project, which we do get from a lot of high school kids. Um, and uh, when he, he reached out to Nate, uh, we gave a few ideas of some of the things that we you know, could use in, in the city. One of the things that we talked about were some new ADA raised bed uh, garden plots for our community garden. Um, as you know, our staff has been uh, really involved lately with Anoka County and uh, all of us as a board have been working a lot on more ADA accessible uh, playground equipment and, and benches and picnic tables and everything else. So uh, after meeting with Anoka County, that was one of the things that some of the parents in the county said that uh, they would like to see some more opportunities as far as uh, you know growing gardens and stuff like that. So. Uh, was one of our high priorities and um, Nicholas uh, agreed to to uh, work on this project for us so uh, Nicholas uh, planned uh, organized uh, and executed the three raised bed gardens out there within a, a few month period and uh, tonight we want to honor him for his uh, great work it's a great uh, attribute to our our community garden uh, we already start uh, with returning gardeners uh, getting their plots back and everything and we open up here in February middle of February for any any new gardeners uh, Nicholas is part of troop 509 out of Ham Lake and uh, like I said uh, he he's uh, built these beautiful raised gardens in fact when I came in tonight with all the lighting out in the parking lot uh, you can you can see them all so I know that uh, we've advertised them in our our brochure and uh, we've had a few calls about them right now we're holding them for anybody with uh, who ne needs them um, but if we don't get enough response out of people that uh, uh, you know uh, need those then we'll open them up to anybody uh, on our waiting list and that because we normally do have people on our waiting list for our, our community gardens so with that I think uh, Chairman Lester if you want to come forward we'll get Nicholas to come up All right, so the proclamation, um, I'll read the proclamation here for Nicholas. Uh, whereas the, uh, the conferring of an Eagle Scout is one of the highest awards that can be bestowed upon a scout, 
and whereas this award is earned in, the, in that the recipient must perform and successfully complete and pass the rigid requirements exacted to achieve an Eagle Scout award, and only 5% of all Scouts achieve this goal, and whereas it is also the desire of the city to encourage community groups and residents to take an active role in assisting the city in taking pride in enjoying its parks and open, spa open spaces by volunteering in efforts of improvement. And whereas, as his Eagle Scout project, Nicholas planned, organized, executed assembly, and, bu and building of the 388 accessible raised garden beds at Blaine City Hall. Having to receive plan and specifications approval from the city, seek donations for material, and coordinate all volunteers for the project. And whereas the assembly and building of the 388 accessible raised garden beds being completed in October of 2023 will now serve as a worthy and valuable improvement at the Blaine City Hall Community Gardens. And now, therefore, be it resolved that the City Council of the City of Blaine hereby proclaims Nicholas an outstanding citizen and commends him for his hard work and extends their congratulations for having an Eagle Scout Award bestowed upon him by the Boy Scouts of America. And it is signed by the mayor. Hello. Thank you. I am honored to receive this proclamation. I would like to specifically thank Nate and Jerome for all the support throughout the project from planning to building the raised garden beds. I would also like to thank the City of Blaine for their generous donation of soil and sidewalk accessibility for the raised garden beds. Furthermore, I would also like to thank in advance the City of Blaine um, Parks and Recreation Board for their willingness to maintain the raised garden beds moving forward. Finally, a special thanks to all the volunteers and my family members for all their help with my project and my scouting career as a whole. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Nicholas. Uh, it's, it's a great addition, like I said, to the garden. Um, we every year have people waiting on the waiting list to get in, so this is, this is going to be awesome, and uh, can't wait to see all the people gardening out there and, and, and uh, see what they say about it. So thank you for all your hard work and, and for this addition to our Park and Rec uh, Department. Uh, we love the Eagle Scouts. They help us in all kinds of different ways, and uh, so happy for you. Congratulations. Our meeting minutes. All right. Uh, we'll look uh, for the approval of the November 20th, 2023 Park Board meeting minutes. I'll make a motion to approve last month's meeting minutes as posted. I will second it. I have a motion, a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Hearing none, they are so approved. Uh, next, we will open a forum for citizen input. Um, if you'd like to come up to the podium, you can, but uh, seeing we have no others, I will close open citizen forum. And on to new business. 
Chairman Lester, members of the board, uh, the first item today is to kind of take a, a look at the roadmap for 2024 and all the projects that we have coming up. Thought uh, for January, we'd take a look uh, to see what we have on the agenda and uh, what we'll be working on this year. Um, some of them will have pictures, some things we won't. Uh, first thing is uh, uh, the three playground replacements. I did go to the city council meeting on January 3rd, first meeting of the month, and uh, was able to get all three of these uh, playground uh, projects approved. So all of the equipment has been ordered. Um, but the first one is Colony Preserve. Uh, if you recall, uh, we did get a deal on this uh, equipment. We, we basically uh, received this back in June um, and we were able to store it and not be charged till our budget came about for 2024. Um, if the weather would have held up, and we didn't get some of that cold spurt. Uh, Flagship Recreation was actually ready to put this in the ground here uh, right, a, right after the holiday season. But once we got the cold spurt, that kind of I kind of knocked that down a little bit, but because we did have the equipment, they were actually talking about possibly working with our public works department to get the old equipment out and actually get it in like right away. So um, right now we're working working with public works and, and um, one of the, the companies that used to come and take out all of our equipment for free, they would take it out and then they would uh, take the equipment that we didn't want and either give it to a third world country or something like that. Um, went out of business, it was a family business, and they decided they were gonna go out of business, but they decided to come back. So they reached out to us to let us know that uh, they're back in business, and right now we're coordinating with them to uh, get uh, playground equipment uh, taken out in April so that we can uh, uh, get it in right away. So um, we talked about this back in 2023, so this is just a recap showing the picture of what uh, Colony Preserve looks like. Uh, Lakeside uh, Playground, basically over in the Club West development. Uh, this is the uh, design that we picked. Uh, same thing, uh, went uh, to the council on January 3rd. So this has been ordered, uh, was ordered in the first week of January. And West Lake Park, uh, over in the Lakes development. Uh, this will be the new set of equipment for both uh, the, the large uh, play area and the smaller play area, a brand new color that we've never used before. Um, it has uh, some of the purple, has some bronze, has some different things. And um, I don't know if you saw the council meeting, but the council was very, very happy in June or on January 3rd, uh, saying they really liked that how how we've been intentional on trying to get things different and not everything be cookie cutter and the same thing in the same park and that they're all being different. So I just wanted to pass that along to you as well. So uh, the next thing, or did you have a question? Yep. Yeah, um, Chairman Lester, was, it was the fact that they're just not all the same too. I mean, we expressed that we changed colors. In fact, that we brought this one back. I had let them know that we brought this back because the colors were similar to a different one. And then we also changed out that ADA swing seat in that. So we are making adjustments and, and trying to cover all our bases. So th they were happy with that, that we are trying to cover as much ADA stuff and also color and different equipment so that we don't have the same. Yep. 
same equipment. Um, Suzanne Park is the next one on your list. I don't have a picture of that. I am working right now. In fact, I was working with another company. Um, I've talked with uh, uh, Flagship uh, about the fact that, you know, it's not a monopoly. You don't have the whole city and everything. They make great stuff. Um, but there's another company called Compan uh, who actually has some stuff within the U.S. They also have some stuff overseas. And uh, they had some equipment that people ordered and didn't take. So I was trying to see if I could get a little more bang for our buck out of, out of that. Um, he sent me some stuff this week, but I'm still working with him right now. But that would probably be a fall project then. Suzanne will be a fall project, which we we did uh, Oak uh, Oak Park uh, last year as a fall park project. So we'll get three of them done here in the spring, and we'll move another one to the fall. So um, next one is Jim Peterson and Lexington Hockey Rink. They kind of go hand in hand together. Um, so at Lexington Athletic Complex, if you drive out there past the barn right now, we have one full size rink. It's almost it's almost an NHL size regula regulation size uh, rink. We put that in before all the houses were in in that neighborhood back when we built that back in 2014. And so, because there are so many kids and families skating there right now, I think I believe last year we had over 2,000 people skate there, of our almost 10,000 in the whole city. So it's a it's a big chunk for one rink. Plus the fact that if you have so many kids and families on there, you kind of have to split the rink in three so that if kids are skating without uh, sticks and pucks, they're not getting hit. They're kind of skating in the neutral zone in the middle. So for the last year and a half or so, we've been working with WSB, our consultant, to try to figure out with that parking lot if we need to invert it in that so that the water... The water can basically invert to the middle uh, and put in another sewer system or a storm water system in that. So we realized that we did. So if you look at the picture on the left here, you see the outline of the two different smaller size rinks. So instead of going north and south, we want to put two smaller size rinks, east and west. And then the middle would be like a pleasure or general rink in the middle. We do have a Zamboni there. We'd be able to put... Uh, extra gates on the on the boarded rinks where they could drive through drive through basically right here coming out of the garage drive out cross over into the middle to zamboni that and in the middle here to get to that so we could basically get the zamboni to all three rinks but by doing that if you look at the middle picture you can there's a lot of lines but the the lines that kind of look like a diamond in the middle is uh, basically where we need to invert it. We need to put a new a new drain in there, sewer drain, and we need to uh, run the water so it gets off to both sides of the curb. If you look at the third picture, it kind of tells you, it's hard to see, but it kind of tells you the, the uh, width or basically the depth of the ice. So where it's the lightest is where the ice would be the thinnest, but where it's a little more dark, the, the ice would be thicker. We can't have it so like one end of the ice is all, we have to build it up four inches before we get the rest of the uh, rink covered. Otherwise the asphalt would be exposed with the sun. So what it is, is it's almost like a, it's almost like waves. It's like a W, it, it, it's, 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 it's uh, lower in one spot, then it, then it goes higher and it kind of does a wave so that the water can actually move. So we're working right now with WSB 
and uh, we have this pretty much almost ready to go out for bid. So we're gonna get this out for bid to try to get this done right away in the uh, spring or summer this year. So just wanted to make you aware of that. And then the full-size rink that is at Lexington Athletic Complex, that full-size rink would move over to Jim Peterson and uh, we'd, we'd buy two new sets of boards. The reason why we have to do that is because on the smaller sets, the corners, the radius of the corners are different than the larger one. So I could use some of the sideboards of that one, but I couldn't use the corners. So talking to Public Works, they thought the easiest thing to do is just take, when we, we put that rink up and take it down anyhow, just take all those boards from that rink, we'll move it over to uh, Jim Peterson, and we'll put the two new ones here at, Pete, or at uh, Lexington Athletic Complex. Questions on any of that? Uh, the Blaine Baseball Complex, um, I know we've talked about this, we have it We have it in the budget. So that field on field number one it was built in like 1985, has the original uh, pulse and backstop, um, and it's right into the actual asphalt that's behind where all the bleachers and the stands are. The, the poles are starting to, to tilt, I mean, they're, they're leaning. Um, we've talked with the baseball association in that they're willing to help pitch in some money in that. Uh, we've had great luck with all of our organizations to, to throw in some, uh, funds towards projects. So what we're looking to do is get rid of, get rid of all the chain link fence and go to more of a, a high end net netting, kind of like you see in minor league stadiums and stuff like that. So it's our premier field, uh, Blaine high school plays there, the VFW, the Legion, uh, our traveling baseball, we used to have a town team. Um, they're no longer in existence right now. It doesn't mean that they wouldn't come back. We have a bunch of um, other uh, fall teams and that and club teams that utilize it. We do some rentals of it as well. So we're trying to, to put in a top-notch product uh, on our premier ball field. So um, that is what uh, is, is listed here for, for uh, the Blaine Baseball Complex. Uh, shelters. So I, I cringe right now when I drive down, uh, drive down Main Street and I go by Pioneer Park and I see that old shelter, but it's finally time for that shelter to go. So we're going to be getting a new shelter at Pioneer Park, a uh, new shelter at London Park. London is a very popular park um, and we have no place for the parents and kids to sit under uh, for shade. So um, I just drew a couple of just different pictures up there. There's various options. You can see a square, a rectangular, or that what they call a barrel type. So, um, like I said, we'll we'll bring some different varieties to uh, to you this year and and take a look at what we want to do out there. But we definitely need to uh, get that eyesore off of Main Street and put a, a really nice shelter out there. So, uh, Sunrise Pond uh, Park. We have turf establishment, courts, and lighting. So we've gotten all the equipment and everything in there. Uh, we're working right now with Connexus on lighting, so lighting the, the park so uh, people could still utilize it uh, at nighttime. You know, you get, the, you get the, fall, the fall nights where it's still decent out as far as temperature is concerned, but it gets darker earlier. Uh, we'll have some lighting al along the park so uh, people could still use that park uh, after dark. And then uh, we'll be looking at uh, what type of courts or whatever we want to put in. I know we've talked a little bit about possibly putting in 
pickleball, maybe a couple of pickleball courts and a basketball court with various size hoops and stuff like that. So we'll take a look at that. Uh, we'll work with Brent in our engineering department and see what we can do. So that's uh, something we'll be working on this year as well. So uh, Carrera East. So right now, this is this was a picture from Centennial Green that we did last year. Um, so I just threw the picture up there. Career East is completely done. It just needs to be painted. So it'll have the same exact paint job as this. It'll be painted for tennis and for pickleball. So I'll have that, uh, the, uh, the green, which is on the outside, the blue on the inside, and then the, the uh, kind of the North Carolina blue uh, for the pickleball court and that. So... Um, we just ran out of time when we got to the fall. We couldn't establish enough nights to be over 50 degrees for them to paint it, and they didn't want to chance it because if it was too bad, then they couldn't guarantee it, and it wouldn't be warranted if we tried to let them do it. And if it would have started to, to flake or come off, then we would have been, you know, out, out, out. Uh, you know, being hung on that. So we we definitely wanted to wait. Uh, so they, as soon as we get to the spring and temperatures get high enough, we'll definitely get them out and get that done right away. And they're out of Ham Lake, so it's not like we have to go far to find them. They'll, they'll come down and get that done right away. So uh, trail maintenance and development. Um, so we've been working on this project now for the last couple of years. We've been waiting for um, Great River Energy. This is this is the connection from Lexington Athletic Complex up to 122nd, where the Quick Trip is, right off of Lexington. So we've been working on this project for a couple of years. We had to get uh, a variance and approval from Great River Energy to let us cross over their uh, basically their driveway into their uh, you know kind of power area in that. So we finally got that. Well, then we had a we had to wait on basically watershed to give us approval because of the the ponds in that off of Lexington. Uh, you know we're, we're hung up with that. So talking with Brent today a little bit more about it. Um, we are going to tie this project in with the county. The county is going to do some work on Lexington this year, uh, and uh, we're going to tie it in with their project so we get better pricing for whoever the, the contractor is because they're already going to be out there working on Lexington. If we tell them, hey, we need this uh, uh, trail connected with, they're already out there with their machinery, so we'll get a better price. We still have to wait for the watershed, um, but we will get a better price by doing that. We've done that on some other projects, uh, street projects and that where we've done parking lots or we've done other trails and we know that a contractor's working in that neighborhood and we added on it basically as an alternate bid. And we've seen uh, through the past that we've gotten better pricing by doing that instead of paying somebody mobilization to come in and do a small little you know thing like that, it usually gets a little higher. So, so that's, uh, that's the plan for that uh, as far as the development part for this. And then we also have the maintenance. So we have kind of in your packet, you can look at it as well. If you can't read this because I know the numbers are small, but you have this in your packet. Uh, this is a, a list of kind of our, our, our five-year plan as to what we're looking at uh, to um, uh, basically get uh, uh, each year. So $271,000 this year we're trying to earmark for uh, trail repairs. So uh, next year, $338,000. Uh, 345 the year after, 254, 
and then 286. So that's kind of the next five-year plan coming out of our parks and trails account uh, to go in and start to do uh, various different uh, things, uh, crack filling, uh, you know, uh, ceiling, uh, you know, overlay, and complete renovation if we need to rip something out. So it doesn't go far. We know that. We know we have a lot of trails. Uh, and in fact, I, I was on... Um, I was on a Zoom call this this week. Uh, we have a we have some uh, people we're working with out of Washington D.C. for trying to see if we can qualify for any federal money. So I had a 15-minute uh, meeting with uh, somebody out of Washington D.C. today, or uh, I mean this week, to uh, talk about seeing what we could try to if there's any federal dollars or anything. And also told them that we have had some complaints even from from families with uh, kids that are in wheelchairs and that, that some of the trails and some of the things like that are not in good condition. So I asked them to look for any federal money as far as, uh, you know, ADA money too, so. Okay, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah, looking at, looking at all this, I mean, really to get us caught up we almost need a half a million dollars a year to start to really make a dent but we're you know we're, we're starting and seeing where we can where we can go we like i said we have some trails that are 50 years old that haven't really been touched in a while so that those you know those ones we look at and right now we're going off of that uh, trail assessment that we did a couple of years ago and then we just got the one back from all of the um county county roads so all the trails along the county roads so lexington radisson all that kind of stuff um we got that back as well so we're, we're starting with the ones that are rated the lowest and trying to work our way up and see where we can best you know fit our dollars to to make a difference on some of that stuff so this past year we did three different we had three different parks that we were able to get in and do some work but like i said there's there's a lot of work to be done so and that, uh, that's it for, I believe, the maintenance part of it. Any other questions on, or on any of the stuff coming up for 2024? Okay, moving into park updates. Um, so we just got done here in December with our breakfast with Santa. Um, we had two different dates, uh, December 9th and December 16th. We do this every year. Uh, Joy handles this program for us. Uh, we had 151 kids, and uh, we added a new sensitive Santa offering for both of them. So kids that uh, you know did not like you know being around a lot of noise or a lot of a lot of light, we actually were able to dim the lights downstairs, uh, make it a little more quiet, and that. So we didn't have anybody in our first session, but we had five. We had five kids in the second, and the parents were so thankful that we offered something like that. So like I said, we're trying to make more of a difference every day and, and add some new things and some different things. Um, and uh, we had 86 different families that took part in the event this year. Uh, you can take a, that picture on the left. That's not a, it's not a postcard. That's the way it was decorated basically on our stage. Uh, we did have a real sleigh actually in City Hall here along with the tree. And then on the right kind of shows you uh, each of the different tables. 
uh, the families get a breakfast, they get a, a on, you know, type of a activity to do and everything. And uh, each session is an hour long. So we do, we do basically a nine o'clock, a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and a 12 o'clock. So we do four, four sessions each day. So eight sessions across the board. So kudos to Joy and her, uh, her volunteers and that for, for doing this. It's a great activity and it's very low cost. Um, she did send out evaluations to everybody and I was looking at them today. I mean, everything was like a 5.0. There were a couple 4.8s or 4.9s just maybe on the meal or whatever. I thought maybe you could have a little bit more food or whatever. But otherwise, everybody was so thankful to have a, a cheap alternate uh, activity for the kids uh, to, to do around the holidays. Uh, we have our annual, in December, we have our annual uh, birthday month and uh, New Year's party. So every every month on the last Wednesday of the month down at the Marianne Young Center off of Highway 10 and 65, we do a birthday month. So basically, if you're if you're a senior and you're involved in our program, if your birthday is through that is in that month, we celebrate you. So basically, if you come to the senior center and my birthday's in June, so if I went in June, they would celebrate me and. They, they announce everybody whose birthday it is. There's always a celebration. There's always music. Um, but at the New Year's one, they, they have sparkling, they have sparkling uh, 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 you know, water and stuff that looks like wine. Uh, it's not really wine, as you look at the one picture. But they, they uh, celebrate uh, New Year's all together, and you can see they're, they're all cheering and toasting each other. So another, another great event by our staff down there, Shelly and Ann and Jill. Uh, but we basically all of our special events right now, we're at like 180 to 190 seniors and we have a waiting list. I mean, we are filling the Tom Ryan room to the capacity that we can. I mean, basically all round tables of 10 people at a table and we are busting at the seams. We actually have to turn some people away just because we can't fit them in the, we can't fit them in the space. So it's, uh, it's been great. We're, they're doing a wonderful job down there, and uh, like I said, kudos to both, to all three of them, Ann, Shelley, and, and Jill, for all their hard work on this. So, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. 65 plus, those yep. apartments that are being built, is that yep. helping draw more people? Yeah. yeah. Gr great question, Chairman Lester. So, one of the things that uh, Shelly and Ann have been doing is we've been going into these, all of the buildings, and especially the newer ones, so the 55 pluses that we're building. They're going in doing presentations as to all the different programs and things that we offer down there. We are one of the few senior centers around that still does lunch in that. Um, so we are attracting probably some more Ham Lake people. Uh, Coon Rapids may still do it. Uh, but a lot of the other ones are not. So we're getting a lot of the cities that are right around us too. So some Coon Rapids, Fridley, we're getting a lot of Fridley people, uh, Lexington, Circle Pines, Arden Hills. We are getting a lot of those as well. And right now we're seeing that the word is spreading that, hey, this is the place you want to be. There's always programming going on. There's different activities. So we are seeing an influx of new people walk through the door. So there are a lot more new people coming in. 
Uh, we do uh, do the van uh, where we pick up seniors who can't drive in that. We usually pick up about eight to 10 a day. They pay like uh, $3.50 or so to ride the bus. Um, so we have, a pickup, we have a pickup schedule. We have a volunteer driver that goes out, knows who they have to go get. They pick them up, bring them in so they can eat, eat, eat a meal, do some activity, and then we take them back at the, at the end of the day. So it's the socialization part of it is just as big as the activities that are going on. Um, but we've talked as a staff that we don't want the seniors just sitting around not moving. So it's one thing we've seen with the new building is we have ping pong, we have wee bowling, we have bean bags, we have exercise, we have wood carving, we, we have ukulele classes, we have all kinds of different things where they're, they're being active pool. We have a, a bunch of players that are playing pool. So it's a walking group during the summer. We have a biking group. So the one thing I've seen in my 17 years of being here is that they're way more active than they probably were years ago. And that's kind of what I've asked our staff to do is not just sit around. We're not just sitting here like a bump on a wall. We need to be moving. We have to move. And so they are. They're moving. They're getting out. They're doing things. Uh, they're going on trips. They're going, you know, it used to be we just went to the casino. We do more than go to the casino. We go to we go down to uh, uh, plays, and we go we go to the uh, different theater stuff. We we go to Twins games. We go to a bunch of different things. So we're getting people out and about, and that's that's the main thing. And and we 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 do still have a lot of people driving on their own, driving in, and we have a great cook, John John Grants, our cook through Volunteers of America, and. Um, you know, we're seeing great numbers. Uh, we just had a, a senior advisory meeting uh, last week, and our numbers are up. We're averaging over 40-some people a day for lunch uh, compared to last year, which was like 36, 37. So, you know, just even the averages, and like I said, all the specialty meals, we do specialty meals at nighttime um, throughout the year. Those are all 180 to 190. So, and on the... On the days, uh, you know, that they come in, we, our catering that provides the food. You know, um, if, if somebody doesn't want to eat there and they want to take it to go, we, we bag it up, take it to go. And, you know, it's uh, for some of these seniors, it might be their best meal they have during the day. So, Are you, are you getting enough volunteers to help? We could always use more. Okay. Yeah, we could always use more volunteers. Because yeah, I know um, on this more personal side, so my son, he, and he made... He went into the honors this honors program. They have to have so many volunteer hours each year, and I'm just trying to think that might be a good avenue to try to help bring yeah. in the younger kids' school into yeah. this. If I don't know if you've reached out to the schools, because I know a lot of these kids they got to do like 50 hours a year or something. Yep. Like that, so. Yeah, we do some intergenerational stuff, and we do. We've had the we've had the high school kids come in and do some stuff like that. So yeah, we're definitely always looking for more of that. So yep. Thank All you. Right. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, with that, the picture of the Marianne Young Center on the right and uh, shelters. So both the Marianne Young Center and, the, and our shelters, our outdoor shelters this year, uh, at Tom Ryan, Aquator, Lakeside Commons Park, uh, we all, all of them were increased rentals this year uh, compared to 2022. And uh, we want to thank all the residents and the groups who are using our facilities in Blaine and uh, we appreciate uh, you using the space and, and renting from us. It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, right now, Macy, 
uh, which we call it Macy, is, is kind of like our community center. Uh, you know, when, when the seniors are done basically at 4.30 in the afternoon or if they don't have a special event, nighttime we're seeing homeowners associations rented. Uh, we're seeing other types of groups uh, rent out the building on the weekends. We're seeing birthday parties. We're seeing weddings. We're seeing showers. We're seeing anniversaries. We're seeing all kinds of different special special events. So it's great to uh, see the, the building getting used and uh, people actually uh, taking part in it. So same with the shelters. I mean, we open shelter rental up January 1st always, and we grad parties are the first thing to get uh, booked pretty much. Everybody wants to get their grad party at one of the different uh, sh outdoor shelters because we can host about 150 people. So, uh, you know, right now we're June, June's always the most popular month. So the majority of, of the rental space is uh, probably taken by now. There's probably some available, but, but yeah. So um, it's great to see that people are utilizing our, our, uh, our facilities. And, mm -hmm. you know, with us uh, redoing the two shelters at Aquator a couple of years ago, that's, that's helped. Once the band shell will be done and the construction done down there after this year, that I think it'll really pick up even more so. so. Uh, solar lights a little bit, uh, and then I'll come back to skating rinks. So I showed this to you the last time, but we did put in uh, some solar lighting at uh, Centennial Green, Osmond's, the Blaine Baseball Complex, and right out here in front of um, City Hall, in front of the police department. The night, the night entry down there was pretty dark. Uh, so we have put some in. Um, at first, we didn't have a lot of a lot of sunlight, as you notice. So we we went through a couple of weeks here in in Minnesota where it was pretty uh, overcast. So the lights were working, but not as bright as they probably should be. So some of the neighbors that we put them in were like, Jerome, I don't know if these are really working right. And I'm like, well, we really haven't seen the sun that much, so they need to charge a little bit. But uh, I haven't he heard many calls since since we finally get some sunshine so but we do have some in and uh it's a lot cheaper than putting in uh regular lights from Conexus or xl so so it's awesome that we uh have some of those and we'll be putting in some more as we get into the summer and that skating rinks opened officially last week i don't know how long we're going to last for ice with the uh with the jaw or january thaw but we'll see uh nate was kidding with me today I think uh, in the 16 years that I ran the rinks, the the lowest amount of days we were open was 16. And Nate kidded with me today that my my uh, my record's in jeopardy. So we'll see we'll see what happens uh, over the next couple of weeks and how how long we can uh, keep ice. So uh, the Aquator band shell. So on the left hand side here. Um, Basically, the outside and the inside, uh, you'll see the tongue and groove, basically, of the, the roof. Um, the beams on the inside have all been painted black, and you can see all of the wiring and the, the different conduits that are right up against it. It looks really awesome on the inside. Uh, that, was, that was on January 8th, uh, but here's how much that's been done in the last week or two. If you look on the left side out in front, so if you see it when you're driving by, you see that it's still kind of the maroonish uh, color of the beams. Once we get to warmer temperatures outside, all of those beams will be black as well. It's going to look really sharp.
the men's side and on the left hand side is the women's side of the of the two different uh, restrooms you can see all all the PVC and everything for all the the bathrooms and all the sinks and everything else um, this was the end of last week all of the metal studs are up for the bathroom so you can see this is actual this is actually a toilet this is where the toilet will actually hook up in one of the restrooms all of the metal studs for all of the walls in that are up and next week they'll actually start sheetrocking in there already so things are moving along and staying on staying on course um, today or actually yesterday they started to put the metal roofing up on on the uh, roof so this is a picture of that uh, this picture on the right hand side is actually the basement portion of the city side so you can see they have a bunch of stuff just down there but you can see all the all the PVC piping and everything this will have heat throughout the year down there uh, on this side uh, I didn't have a picture of the the front side but I'll show that to you on the next one um, but this is today so they already had this portion of the roof up they left an area so they can walk it over but each one of these different uh, roof slots are all they, there's no cutting so they all come in sheets like this and basically they're cut they're cut to perfect length for what the roof is so when I was there today they were they were already working on the other side of the roof so the the east side of the roof but uh, yeah Banshell staying on schedule and and uh, doing really well and then uh, the last thing is I spoke a little bit about it but um, with the with the budget when we did the budget for the band shell uh we had a five we went really conservative and went a five percent contingency on construction only however when we started digging in the site we knew that there probably and might be some things buried in there just like we had when we went and did the parking lot of happy acres well we found an old septic tank buried in there so we had to get that out and get any contaminated soil out of there there was an old pickup truck that was buried in there so it was the frame and tires and everything else um, because of it being built back in the 70s the actual uh, sewer hookup was not at the proper height uh, it was too shallow so it wasn't below the frost line so we had to redo some of that too um, we had to put in a, a, a post uh, indicator valve for fire protection and that so We've had some things that we've we've had to do on, on the on the side of the contingency with that some of the stuff that we had listed in others so we we had basically uh, some of the audiovisual stuff we had uh, basically the uh, wiring for the Wi-Fi we have the cam cameras we have all the door hardware and the key fob stuff and everything else well that came in a little bit higher than what we had had as well but we didn't have a contingency on that so we had asked basically the, the contractor if they would put some of that under their under their side on the construction side which they agreed to do however the, when they do that they they charge an upcharge so there's like a five percent charge to run that through them so after looking at all this we kind of talked about it as a staff and with our finance department and so because we were really conservative and didn't do our normal 10% like we normally do, 
we're going to go back to council and ask if we can have go back and make it 10% across the whole project. That way we're not, our hands aren't tied, whether it's construction or whether it's, it's the other things that we need to uh, pay for. Um, so that will be happening on, on February 5th. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. And I believe it's, uh, it's like an additional 170 some thousand dollars, which would come out of our park CIP. So we do have, we do have the money in, in our, in our park dedication funds and that, but, uh, just wanted to make you aware that, uh, we are going to go back to council to try to amend the budget. The other thing with that too, is we don't, we as, as the city, we don't pay sales tax on things, but BCI, who's our contractor, would have to pay sales tax. So not only would it be the 5%, but then we would be, it would be charged sales tax as well. And some of our, some of our contracts with some of our, our subs in that, we are on a state, on a state contract, so we get a, a, a better pricing as well. So, so just to, to be on the same page and try to get this kind of just rectified a little bit, I'll be taking this back to council on, on February 5th. So just wanted to make you aware of that. So did you, do you need anything from us from a vote? Yeah, if you, yeah, if you want to, if we want to vote on it, we, yeah, it'd probably be good to, 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 uh, to vote on that. So, and then I guess the other question I have, um, when you looked at, cause we don't have the numbers in front of us, but we looked at our current budget for next year and what's going to come out of that are we having to sacrifice anything that we were planning for because we always keep a pretty healthy balance which is why we do yeah. it but okay so it's yeah. kind of a we wouldn't it's not going to affect any projects for no this coming year. okay no i'll open up to question other questions you guys So otherwise, um, so I, what Jerome then is looking for is um, a recommendation to increase the contingency by additional 5%. I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. So we're yep. at a good, yep. then we'll be at that 10%. Do you need a recommendation to apply it to the overall project <coughs> as well? Yeah, sure. Or? That's fine. Yeah. So okay. looking for a recommendation to go to add an additional 5% for the whole project, not just for construction. motion to um, increase the contingency budget for the project by an additional 5% um, to go in front of the council in February. I have a motion or recommendation. Do I have a... I'll second that. I'll second. Any further discussion? All right. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Hearing none. Approved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Last thing is questions. Uh, I threw a picture up here. Um, my my term as being the president of the state park and rec uh, ended as being the president. Now I'm the past president, so I still have one more year on the board. But uh, we had our um, award ceremony last, no, two weeks ago, and uh, I had to MC that at Maple Grove. So uh, the pres outgoing president always gets an award with a, a gavel on that, so I threw that picture up there of my uh, award with the gavels for my presidency ending officially uh, last week, so. Thank you. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, any other questions?
appreciate it. Yeah, cool. Thank you, Nicholas. All right. Uh, with that, I'll look for a motion to, or, yeah, recommendation. Motion to adjourn. I'll make a motion to adjourn. I'll second. All right. We have a second. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, hearing none, we are adjourned.